Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show, and another week. Here we are on Monday, January 8th, 2024. So glad you are here bright and early. Celebrity birthdays coming up. This day in history on the way, plus random facts. And a 13-year-old beats the game Tetris. Yes, Tetris is still around. I didn't know you could beat it, but we'll tell you how we did it coming up. Plus, later today, the pineapple pizza debate has hit Italy. And a real-life Stanley Steeler. Stanley Steeler will do caught doing good, a wallet found 65 years later. And the price of stamps is going up. All that today and a whole lot more brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for Monday, January 8th, 2024. Zahara Jolie Pitt, who is Brad and Angelina's daughter, is 19 today. Noah Cyrus, Miley's sister. Sister? Huh. She's 24. Kim Jong-un is 40 today. You said a happy birthday. What, what do you get, a dictator? I don't know. Gabby, uh, G- I'm sorry, Gabby Hoffman, who played Ali Pfefferman on Amazon's Transparent, is 42. Rachel Nichols, who is Kiara Cameron on Continuum, is 44. Jenny Lewis, she had her band Rilo Kylie, did music for Grey's Anatomy, I guess. Anyway, 48. R. Kelly is in jail, and he's 57. Michelle Forbes from Berlin Station is 59. Laurie Walters who is Joni Bradford on 8 is Enough, is 77. Robbie Krieger, the Doors guitarist, 78. And Bob Eubanks from the newlywed game is 86. On this day in history, the U.S. national debt was completely paid off under Andrew Jackson. The only time in history. That happened in 1835, my friends, almost 200 years ago. On this date in 1946, Elvis Presley received his first guitar for his 11th birthday. Bobby Fischer won the won his first U.S. Chess Championship at the age of 14. He won eight times over the next nine years. That happened in 1958. Jack Nicklaus played in his first professional golf tournament on this date in 1962. He came in 50th and won $33.33. In 1964, President Lyndon Johnson declared a war on poverty. War on poverty. Okay. On this date, 1992, George Bush, Sr., H.W., 
vomited into the lap of the Japanese Prime Minister. The Elvis postage stamp was issued at a post office near Graceland on this date in 1993. The stamp was 29 cents. The founder of Wendy's, Dave Thomas, died of liver cancer at the age of 70 on this date in 2002. And what else do we have here? And uh, let's see, how many? 2011, U.S. Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords was shot in the head while meeting constituents at a Tucson supermarket. Six people were killed. Giffords miraculously survived. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. A time capsule was buried in front of the Sleeping Beauty Castle in 1995 as part of the 40th anniversary celebration. It will not be opened until the year 2035, 2035 on the park's 80th anniversary. Okay, look forward to that. In polo, it's been illegal to hold your mallet in your left hand since 1974 because if two right-handed people are charging at the ball from opposite directions, the horses won't collide. But if a, if a righty and a lefty are, the horses will hit each other. Let's see here. How, how would that... That makes sense, actually. Yeah, okay. Too bad for left-handed polo players, I guess. Ebola is capitalized because it's named after the Ebola River in Africa in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Ebola, you see, they used to name viruses and illnesses from whence they came. That changed in 2020, didn't it? The first basketball was a soccer ball. When the game was first being played in the 1890s, that was the best option available. And finally, almost every case that goes to court in Japan ends in a guilty verdict. The country has a 99.9% conviction rate. So, you know, don't uh, don't get tried in Japan. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant Monday morning to you. Thanks for being here. Hope you had a great weekend. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Well, do you ever play Tetris? Yes, how could you have avoided it if you grew up in the 90s? Apparently, a 13-year-old boy has beaten the game. I didn't even know you could beat it. I didn't even know the game was still around. The kid's from Oklahoma. A 13-year-old gamer named Willis Gibson just became the first person to ever beat Tetris. He goes by the name Blue Scuddy. Uh, Blue Scooty. Blue Scooty online. If it's been a while since you've played, each level of Tetris gets faster and faster, and usually it keeps going until you lose, but there's a glitch where it can eventually get so fast the console can't keep up and it crashes. Until now, AI has been the only thing that's been able to beat it. So this kid, Willis, made it to, what you talking about, Willis? Level 157 before it finally froze up. So when it freezes up, that's when you beat it. It took 38 minutes. He set several New World records, including highest score at over 6,850,000 points. The game came out 34 years ago, back in 1989. Before Willis was even born, two decades before he was born, but yet he just beat it. So, apparently the game's still around, and Blue Scooty, a.k.a. this Willis guy from Oklahoma, beat the game. 
So, good morning. The debate on pineapple pizza has now reached Italy. Yes, my wife, she loves pineapple on her pizza. I do not. I love pineapple. I love pizza. Not together. But some people out there love it. But Italy is in a meltdown right now after pineapple just showed up on the menu at a well-known pizza place. It's become an unacceptable... I'm sorry, no, I read that wrong. It's become acceptable as a topping for a lot of Americans, but most Italians still passionately disagree. A highly respected third-generation pizzeria owner named Gino Sorbillo... Gino Sorbillo... I don't know if that's how you say it. Gino Sorbillo just decided to challenge that trend by adding it as an option at his restaurant. It's not the first time it's ever happened in Italy. Other places have done it, but it's a big deal because this restaurant is in the heart of Naples, the pizza capital of the world, where pizza came from. He says he's doing it to combat food prejudice. Oh, for crying out loud. And it annoys him when people, quote, follow the crowd and condition themselves according to other people's views. Okay. I got you. That said, he's not selling what we'd call a Hawaiian pizza. His has three types of cheese. The pineapple is cooked twice to give it a caramelized taste. Okay, that might not be as bad. And um, they're big slices. And the biggest difference is it's a white pizza. It's not a a tomato sauce pizza. So uh, I might allow that. Gino says tomatoes are a fruit, and you should never have two fruits on a pizza. I, I, I guess, yeah, tomato is a fruit. It makes everything too acidic and, quote, wouldn't be a good product. In other words, pineapple on pizza is okay, but if you're just tossing it in on your normal order from Domino's, he thinks that's trash. So what do you think? Pineapple on pizza? Let me know. 870-505-1518. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, these Stanley tumblers are all the rage these days, right? Uh, You may have gotten one for Christmas. Uh, Some people love them so much they're willing to do just about anything. A man was tackled by customers after jumping over the counter of a Starbucks located inside of a Target to steal a box of pink Stanley tumblers. This is the moment that he attempted to steal the cups and then was uh, tackled by another customer. This is insane. Look at this. He is insane. Wow. <laughs> we can't lose the Stanley tumblers. No, not the pink ones. Ah, get him. Wow. Anyway, no word on what this guy was charged with, but someone happened to be filming right as he did. I find that interesting. Either way, they caught the guy, and the pink Stanley's tumblers are safe. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Workers remodeling an Atlanta movie theater found a 65-year-old wallet behind a wall that they took out. They were able to track down the owner who's now deceased and return it to the family. Wow, that's pretty cool, huh? It'd be great to have that. Here's the owner of the cinema, Chris Escobar, talking about finding the wallet and the owner of the wallet's daughter, Thea Colbreth Chamberlain, talking about what it means to her. Once we started taking off the old tile, we discovered a little piece of the wall fell out right here in this corner. And then we see this space behind the wall that no one knew about. And that's when we discovered this incredible little historic find. (laughs) To be honest, mother losing stuff would not have been a surprise. It has meant more than I realized that it would. 
truly. Yeah, I think this theater still has a number of stories to tell. You know, it still surprises us. Wow, that is a cool story. It makes you wonder, how did that happen? How did this thing get behind a wall, or maybe it was in a corner and then they put a new wall up or whatever? I can tell you, no matter what the lady's wallet had in it, as far as money goes, it's worth a lot less today. I think we could probably all agree on that. That is Caught Doing Good. They returned it and gave this lady a cherished memento from her mother's life. That is Caught Doing Good. You got a good story out there? Let us tell it. Email it to show at ikewingate.com. And one thing is for sure. We got, you know, death and taxes and the price of stamps never goes down. It's going up again. The price of postage is going up two cents later this month, and naturally people complained about it, just like when they raised the price of Netflix. But unlike Netflix, people don't use as many stamps these days. In a new poll, 39% of people said they disapprove of the price increase, with 21% saying they strongly disapprove. Strongly disapprove. Uh, But when asked about the cost of a stamp, you know, how much does a stamp actually cost? Only 14% of Americans correctly answered 66 cents. 49% of people guessed prices lower than 66 cents, while 17% guessed prices higher than 66 cents. I mean, I know if you're listening, you're thinking, well, I remember when it was, you know, 33 cents or 29 cents or whatever. Now we're up to 66 cents, now 68, and 19% of people didn't even guess. They had no clue the price of a stamp. Yeah. The segment of our population that most accurately knew the price of postage is the baby boomers over 65 years old. That's probably not surprising to you. That is from YouGov, the price of stamps going up two cents later this month. Good morning. You know, Valentine's Day will be here before you know it. I mean, the most manufactured fake holiday ever, but you got to play long, right? You got to play long. And, um, This year, there is a new product out there for people in what is called a situationship. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. So, Sweethearts is putting out some candy. Those little conversation heart candies. You know what I'm talking about? They have messages on them like, be mine and whatever. This year, they're doing a special version for single people who are caught up in situationships. The Oxford English Dictionary defines a situationship as a romantic relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. Yeah, so, you know, they're just talking? I don't know. So, more than a casual thing, but not exclusive. I don't know. I'm just reading here. It made Oxford's shortlist for Word of the Year in 2023. It lost out to Riz... Yeah, it did not win the word of the year last year. Riz did, but situationship was close. So starting this week, Sweethearts is going to sell boxes of situationship hearts that look just like their normal candy. The only difference is the words are blurry and hard to read because these kind of relationships are hard to read. Wow, what a gimmick, huh? The press release used the term literal mixed messages. So... Yeah, it's everything's unclear, basically. Yeah. Uh, to me, it sounds like they had a bunch of rejected versions of the original candy, like, you know, mess-ups, and they're like, yeah, let's just put them all in boxes, call them situationship. 
Their VP of Marketing said the printing on Sweethearts isn't always perfect. This is our way of embracing those imperfections in a way that taps into pop culture. So that's basically what they did, you know. Anyway, I don't know if anyone's going to buy them. They ought to sell them at a discount, frankly. But if you want them, you go to SweetheartsCandies.com. And uh, they go on sale. Well, they just went on sale a few minutes ago. So if you're interested, check it out. Good morning. Well, hold on. If you are struggling with your New Year's resolution, science may have just bailed you out. Maybe you've already abandoned your New Year's resolution. But if you haven't, listen to this. Researchers at the University of London found that one excuse you shouldn't use is, I just didn't have time. When you tell people that, there's a good chance they'll respect you less and think you just didn't try hard enough. So a better option is to blame... I mean, this is like a instruction in how to not take responsibility, I guess. Anyway, they say to blame external factors. So instead of saying you canceled your gym membership because you weren't going or you didn't have time, tell them you canceled it because you couldn't afford it. The prices were too high. They found that I didn't have time and I couldn't afford it are two of the most common go-to excuses for bailing on a resolution. We tend to think that telling people we were too busy makes us seem important and high status, but it turns out that's not what other people hear. Instead, they think if you're truly motivated, you could have made it happen no matter how busy you are. You could have prioritized it, but instead, just tell them you can't afford it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because they'll understand. They'll be like, yeah, I know. You can't. I mean, everything costs too much. Anyway, that is from the University of London. They really did a scientific study on this, believe it or not. So, good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at ikewingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.